Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Today is Monday, August 29th, and you are listening to Rocket City Lift. everyone welcome to rocket city lift i'm tara bulger and i'm brett goodeman and we come to you three times a week and try to bring a bit of a spiritual lift to your day we are going to hear a familiar passage from first corinthians but before we get to that let's begin with prayer let us pray lord god in the reading of your word and the reading of the familiar may you reveal something new In the reading of the familiar, may we find comfort in the words that last forever. In reading something familiar, may we be transformed by your love, which permeates all your work in the world. We pray this all in your name. Amen. Amen. Listen to this familiar passage. It is 1 Corinthians, the 13th chapter. If I speak in the tongues of mortals and of angels, but do not have love, I am a noisy gong or a clanging cymbal. And if I have prophetic powers and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and if I have all faith so as to remove mountains, but do not have love, I am nothing. If I give away all my possessions, and if I hand over my body so that I may boast, but do not have love, I gain nothing. Love is patient. Love is kind. Love is not envious or boastful or arrogant or rude. It does not insist on its own way. It is not irritable or resentful. It does not rejoice in wrongdoing, but rejoices in the truth. It bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Love never ends. But as for prophecies, they will come to an end. As for tongues, they will cease. As for knowledge, it will come to an end. For we know only in part and we prophesy only in part. But when the complete comes, the partial will come to an end. When I was a child, I spoke like a child. I thought like a child. I reasoned like a child. When I became an adult, I put an end to childish ways. For now we see in a mirror dimly, but then we will see face to face. Now I know only in part, then I will know fully, even as I have been fully known. And now faith, hope, and love abide these three, and the greatest of these is love. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be to to God. God. Tara, on this Monday, how are you, and what has been bringing you joy lately? Um, I'm doing great. I think what is bringing me joy is that um, everyone's back in school. And by everyone, I mean my children. Um, So it's been, uh, it's just an exciting time. Hannah will be hearing back from colleges in the next couple of months. And I'm excited for her and uh, Ryan settling into school. So that's, uh, that's been bringing me joy. What about you? 
Um, you know, I had a I had a double committee meeting last night, and whenever oh, I go, such a joy. Such <laughs> going into I would compare committee meetings kind of like um, exercising in that when I think of the idea of starting them, I'm like. I would rather do anything else in the world than this. Yeah. And then when I exercise or when I go to a committee meeting and I'm around people who are passionate and get to see people I love and get to hear their voices and things that they're excited about in the church, then I feel really good. And so uh, <laughs> and that's bringing me joy. But I guarantee you next month I'm going to forget that it was a lovely experience and be like, ugh, here we go. And I'm sorry to all committee members who are listening to that's this. Right. <laughs> but to our scripture, this is First Corinthians. I'm sure everyone has heard this passage often being used at weddings. But what, what's the original context that prompted Paul to write this? So, you know, when it's used at a wedding, it's um, often used like, oh, look, the Apostle Paul wrote this beautiful thing about love as if he just wanted to, like, have a chapter thrown in here about what he thought about love. Mm-hmm. Um, he's actually speaking to a very specific problem. And so this church in Corinth, um, they are arguing over who has the better spiritual gift. Mm-hmm. Um, some people speak in tongues, and so and they say that because they can do that, it's a better gift than having some sort of prophecy or having this, um, you know, incredible knowledge about God and the Bible. And some others say, "Well, I have a better faith." Um, and then others are saying, "Well, you know, I give away everything to, for the church." So I am giving the better spiritual gift. And so Paul, and it's causing all this disunity in the church. And so Paul writes to them and reminds them that the intention behind the gift or the sacrifice matters. And it matters that everything is done and rooted in love. And then he describes what love is like. And he doesn't, he doesn't specifically mention Jesus Christ, but he. this is his Christology, right? That love is this patient and kind thing that it doesn't seek after itself um, and that it doesn't rejoice in wrongdoing, but rejoices in the truth. And so those passages about love are really um, about who he thinks Jesus Christ is. Mm-hmm. So they may be having a hard time loving each other, but he's hoping that their love for Christ will help them to bring that love into all their relationships. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What about you? Is this where you tell me you had this read at your wedding? <laughs> I don't think so. Not I think that we, there's anything. You I don't think, think we, so. I think we picked some like really, I think we were like, we were religion majors. So we were trying to like really throw our pastor through a loop Habakkuk. and pick like Leviticus uh. or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> something really obnoxious. Um, but yeah, this is... Uh, First Corinthians, you know, Paul has spent time with this church, and this First Corinthians brings me such comfort. You know, so often people are like, people talk about if we can just, you know, get back to the early church that was close to Christ and and model ourselves after early church, things would be so much better. But y'all, this is the early church, and they had issues. They had problems, both in the spiritual gift tribalism. Human's gonna human. Human's gonna human. It's the spiritual gift tribalism. There was the, uh, within this church, there was the tribalism of who was the better leader of Paul or Apollos. There was the tribalism on how, what was morally correct in terms of 
women speaking or women dressing or sexual immorality. And so there's all these things that all these different groups within the church are clashing about. Uh, and, uh, and so how do you uh, speak truth into the midst of all these groups that are supposedly under one thing but have all these different ideas and competitive natures and are fighting uh, again sounds a lot like the church today uh, but Paul brings it back to uh, one of the most important things which is who is God and God is love and what does that specifically look like what is you know love is used so often so Paul paints this picture uh, of who God is in, in the most intimate, uh, incredible ways that, again, as you said, is drawing us drawing us out of these things that we think are important, um, drawing us out of these things that we have made our gods, um, and then saying, no, this is our God. Um, yeah. This is the number one, is God is love, when we make, you know, our gods what gifts we have when we make our gods who our leader is who we're following when we make our gods uh, what our moral piety is and so uh, when those things become God instead of Jesus Christ Paul is pointing us back to Jesus Christ and what that specifically means yeah and would you like to know the uh, interesting trivia I learned preparing for I this sermon <laughs> so that first um, verse mm -hmm noisy gong or clanging cymbal closer to the greek is it is a noisy bronze or clanging bronze and corinth was the seat of bronze work there was a lot of um metal bronze work being done similarly when it talks about seeing through a mirror dimly corinth was known for making mirrors oh. so the apostle paul rhetorical genius so he's i mean he's so he's pointing to the you know the economic powers of, of the of the insecurity of the day then, right? Well, I think more to that, he's speaking to something that they know yeah. and something they prided themselves on. Yeah. They prided themselves on their work with bronze and they prided themselves on their mirror making. Uh -huh. And so I really think it's more of just, uh, um, let me put this in terms that would be available to you and mm -hmm. also kind of appeal to you know, we're, we're the church in Corinth. Yeah. We can do better than this. Yeah, so. I love that. Oh, He's no. a smart dude, Meg Paul. I know. Friends, we're going to end with a quote from Dietrich Bonhoeffer. He has written, Human love is directed to the other person for his own sake. Spiritual love loves the other person for Christ's sake. Thank you all for being with us. We hope you join us again on Tuesday, Wednesday. <laughs> We've been doing this for three years, and I forgot what day we posted it on. Uh, we'll see you on Wednesday. Now may each of you go out to love and to serve, to be well, to care for yourselves and others, knowing that the grace and love of God is ever upon you. Amen. Amen. Amen.